Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. We we got a special edition, the 100th episode of the Fast Break Podcast, Woo! the alumni episode. If you Woo! recognize that voice, we got Ricky Widmer and yeah, Dave Oster. The, hey, guys. The, the original That's a voice that you have not heard in a while is Dave Oster. I mean, I took a little time off. A, a little? little time? You took a siesta. <laughs> Did you a do jail time? <laughs> like, you better fucking away. Are you on parole right now? I mean, I, I don't know. have an officer. I, don't, I may have a bracelet. <laughs> Anyways, today we got some big news. Yesterday we were on the radio, Ricky and I, and we were, we were, we were getting done with our sports show. And then we look at our uh, Ricky looks at his phone, taps me, and shows it, and says, "David Blatt fired by the Cleveland Cavaliers." Cavs were thirty and eleven, sitting at top of the Eastern Conference. Yet they fired David Blatt. Took came basically out of left field. The whole NBA shocked. The Cavs even thought the meeting was about K-Love getting traded. I mean, when you catch the entire team off like that, it's just, it's ridiculous to think that a top-tier team like that, eh, nah, we don't like them. We're done. Well, and the thing that I mean also, and this has been brought up on SportsCenter, it would have made more sense if it was like, okay, blown up by the Warriors, now we're going to fire you. Absolutely. No, no, no. It was two games after. No, no, you yeah. won over shit teams, and then you fire them. Mm-hmm. Total reactionary, though. I mean, you go up against two of the top powers in the West. And you lose. What you're looking at, I mean, ultimate goal here is winning a championship. Mm-hmm. If you can't hold a candle going, to those yeah, two teams. the two teams you're going to face in the final. Why even try? Well, they got completely blown out by Golden State, mm-hmm. and that was just, like, yep. disrespectful. What, what so disrespectful. Well, disrespectful. <laughs> no, but, like, it was kind of, it was shameful. What the, it was. Like, the Warriors did. It was, like, the Warriors going up against, like, a high school team. Like, it was, it was sad, basically. But it still came out of left field, being the team atop of the Eastern Conference. And people were saying, LeBron said he didn't know about it, which I think is complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's good. Well, I mean, oh, what what the hell is that guy's name? Not, not, the GM. Gil, not Gilbert. Gilbert's the owner, but I think his name's Griffin. Whoever the fucking GM is, I don't give a shit. In <laughs> You're the Cleveland GM. Your city sucks. I'm sorry, Cleveland fans, but... That's how I feel. You guys ever see the Cleveland? You guys ever see the Cleveland? Yes, the greatest. Absolutely. No, I'm talking about the greatest moments in Cleveland sports history, aka the shot over Elo. But the thing that <laughs> when he, when Griffin comes out and says, "You know what? I LeBron does not run this organized." Guess what? He's the greatest player in the world. Yeah, he does. Look, he may yeah, not he run does. it, but I'm saying he's had he conversations to where with he the runs GM it. about the team. And maybe the direction isn't quite right with David Blatt there. And, and maybe LeBron's like coming out like, hey, I don't like this guy. But he's probably like, so I've heard rumors. I could see LeBron being that, that don't guy. don't like this guy. Yeah. He's like, not, he's, he's a, a side shit talker. Yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> side shit talker. He's, going, he's pulling Dan Gilbert over. So he's like, hey, how's the kids, everything? So I've heard that people hate David man, Blatt. Man, that Kyrie guy really hates him, Oh, my him, God, man. yeah. Kevin Love, I mean, if you guys want him to stay, I mean, you traded Wiggins mm-hmm. for him. You might want to fire David Blatt. Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, David Blatt kind of gets canned. But you bring up, uh, you kept bringing up that 
Stephen A. Smith said that David Blatt wasn't supposed to be coaching LeBron. Well, he was he, supposed to be co- coaching Kyrie yeah, and When he company. was hired, Absolutely. he was hired before LeBron came in, before K-Love. It was the team that he had was Kyrie just got signed to a deal. You're coming in. It's a rebuilding process. Then they get LeBron. It's like, oh, shit, we got LeBron. Let's fucking go for K-Love. Wiggins, who was on the team, who Blatt was supposed to mold into an NBA great, he's gone. Yep. So now Blatt's expectation was from, oh, you know what? If I make the playoffs, that'll be good. It went from that to, no, you got to win it all. Yeah, you as went a first from zero to coach. 60 real yeah. quick. Well, the, the one thing with Blatt, as I don't even remember him being hired. And that's the thing is, you know, you think of LeBron, you think you're going to know what's going on with the team. But yeah. it's because it happened before LeBron. I don't even remember him being hired. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of out of left field. So it wasn't, you know, LeBron's choice. But but now apparently Tyron Lue is LeBron's choice as they extended him for three years and now he is the head coach. Do you think Tyron Lue really changes this team up or you think they're still going to be, you know, the, the, not, East, the, the East best team, but nothing to compete with the West? I'm going to say not really, only because they've been running Lue's offense, what, for the past few games now, maybe this whole season? Uh, this entire season and part of last yeah, season, they've actually, been David Blatt folded under player pressure. And changed out his system because the players were complaining. They weren't getting the exact results they wanted because of maybe personnel didn't match mm-hmm. it correctly. So he folded on that quickly, which I definitely didn't help his impact on the players. They're like, how can we respect this guy? If at the first sign of like an issue, he's like, uh, maybe what you guys want should be the best. Like, yeah. seriously, you're the head coach. Brendan Hayward, a former cast player last year, said that they got rid of Blatt's offense early on in the <laughs> season yep. and adopted lose. But he also said that they liked Blatt when they were winning, but they couldn't stand him, and he was blamed consistently when they lost. So, I mean, David Blatt walked into a real, you know... It's a lose-lose it's situation. A lose-lose situation. I mean, outside if you win the championship, which you're not going to do because the West is stacked. You know what I find funny, though? <laughs> Whenever LeBron's teams lose, LeBron doesn't get blamed. When he was in, Never. When he was in Miami, when they lost the finals... Chris Bosh's fault. It was Chris Bosh's or... Eric Spolstra. He's not a good enough coach. Why did we get him? And then look at what Spolstra did. He became a head coach. In pre-Cleveland years, it was the team's never good enough. Well, Mike Brown can win 60 games any given year. Yeah, Yeah. Mike Brown. I'm surprised he didn't get hired back for this role right now. He did. He did. (laughs) After after Byron Scott didn't work, they brought him back for a second Round three, Byron. Yeah. Yeah. Round round three, Mike Brown. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's Mike Brown's fault. It's not LeBron's fault. I mean, David Byron, 83 and 40 in a year and a half. Goes down Mm -hmm. as one of the winningest coaches. The winningest coach. The winningest coach in Cleveland. I mean, are you kidding me? And if you expect Tyron Lue, no, no offense to Tyron Lue. He, he could be a good coach. Uh, he's younger. He's played in the league. Of, he played in the league for, what, four years? Uh, longer than that, I think. Way longer than yeah, that. Yeah, he was a journey. Oh, he was a journey. Let's I think he played for way. four teams. Let's put like, it this way. Two-time NBA champion. Yeah, he, he rode on Froby and Shaq. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> Froby and Shaq. I don't even remember that. I just remember the AI step over. That was well, the guy yeah, who got stepped <laughs> over. Exactly. With so, his cornrows. The guy's now, played now he, around ego. Yeah. The guy's played around top talent. He knows what to deal with there. But I'm sorry, from a, like, personnel and a, like, tactician-wise kind of thing, David Blatt is the guy they were all talking about. Even Pop was like, you know, I really like this guy. He's very smart. And it just seemed like he was really skittish around, like, how to treat LeBron, how to use Kyrie, LeBron, and K-Love. Well, let's be honest. If you're a—you've never coached in the NBA before. Yeah. And you're coming over from Europe, and you're like, okay, cool, I can do this team. And then the world's best player comes on. How do you? I mean, you how sh- do you go to where it's like, okay, I'm the alpha dog? No, LeBron's like, no, fuck you, I'm the alpha dog. He needed how, to step up early. How many rings do I have? Where 
with like you think back MJ and Phil. Well, Phil wasn't taking none of MJ's shit if MJ wanted to and throw And that's the it. thing. Like think about Steve that. Steve Kerr knows about taking MJ's shit. Got him fucking hand to the face. <laughs> the thing with the thing with Blatt just kind of make a comparison yeah. at least from the Chicago standpoint. It, it, he did kind of seem like a Mark Trustman. Like, you know, he he's proven himself outside exactly. of this, you know, outside of the league and then comes in and really can't handle it cuz he's in a big market mm-hmm. with, you know, a guy who with Jay Cutler who's unfixable and he was supposed to be the guy to fix Jay mm-hmm. Cutler. Mm-hmm. So it's really like David Blatt was thrown into Cleveland where they've lost consistently. He's thrown in with LeBron James who's coming back with to a, you know his hometown and this is like the return. It's it's just you feel for the guy cuz he won consistently. Yeah. But you also don't know if you can't say they won because, because of David Blatt. Blatt. Right. You can say that they won because of LeBron James. And really it's not like a Phil Jackson where you know Phil Jackson will be regarded as one of the greatest ho- coaches of all time. It wouldn't be like David Blatt won this championship in Cleveland. Right. It no, was LeBron, LeBron won it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Who's that guy on the sidelines? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Just, I mean, that that was the thing. Even LeBron in his years in Miami. I mean, you, you talked about a little bit with Spoles. Like, it, and honest, early on, it was Pat Riley. Like, could you imagine mm-hmm. if Pat Riley had been LeBron's head coach from the get-go? Like, I guarantee his ego, not even close. No way. I mean, it's just that impact. And you talked about Phil Jackson. Same thing with MJ and Kobe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get, he doesn't take shit. No. He's like, look, and that's this is your place. To be this is the, for the betterment of the team, and you need to understand that. Mm-hmm. And I think LeBron right now in his career doesn't have that mentality. So when he came back to Cleveland and he saw David Blatt, he's like, yeah, no, I'm not even like this guy's here, but I'm going to do my thing, and we're going to win my way. Well, well the thing it's was, like I threw out the heat. I just want to say mm-hmm. this. I threw out LeBron's heat. Notice how... Early on, Spolstra, kind of like the, I'm the babysitter yeah. while you guys go win a championship, they lose to the Dallas Mavericks. Then when Spolstra started getting a backbone, and you would like see the TNTs in the huddle, mm-hmm. and he's actually like oh, yeah. mapping out plays and is actually speaking like assertively and saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. They won a championship. So, like, not to Two say he let them fail on their own yeah. to make them value him? Mm-hmm. Is that where Okay. Well, well, he kind of asserted himself and said, hey, I'm the head coach, like... You should kind of listen to me. I know what I'm talking about kind of a thing. The early Heat stuff, there was always that controversy. Like, who's taking the last shot? Like, Bosh, Wade, LeBron. With Pat Riley, like when you said that before, that wouldn't happen. He would say, like, you're taking this last shot. Tim Hardaway, the ball is yours. Exactly. With with David Blatt, it just seems like, all right, you guys, who's ever open, shoot. And then, you know, if Kyrie's heading the ball, he's not going to pass it away. If LeBron's holding the ball, he's not going to pass it away. It's just, you know, these guys have too much, too big of an ego. you got to give them direction because they are, you know, top NBA players, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that they can go out there and they know exactly what to look for. Because let's be honest, on the 90s Bulls, every time Steve Kerr took a corner three, Phil Jackson said, hey, MJ, we're taking the corner three. We're going with the hot hand. Yeah. yeah. Tony but, but, coach with his game-winning three. Meanwhile, now you've got LeBron who he knows in the back of his head, if I don't take the last shot, I'm going to be criticized mm-hmm. everywhere for, oh, I, I don't have the clutch. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I need to pass it off and like make a, somebody else a scapegoat. It's always so. it's always like the comparison to Jordan. Like you know, Jordan. The thing we remember him is the is the shot the yep. against off. Utah. There was no yeah. push. The, the Utah <laughs> shot. There's, talk about. there's no LeBron push off. Hey MJ, did you push? What was called? Yeah, did they call? <laughs> Absolutely. LeBron doesn't have that career defining moment where he comes mm-hmm. in and steps up and takes over because you know if he takes if he tries to do that and misses, then he's like he's not good as he's not as good as MJ. But well, now I mean, he's really think of the last title he won. We're not talking about his shot. We're talking about Ray Allen's shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that extended the series. Meanwhile, and he, won it. He for did them. play out of his freaking mind. Though. Yeah, but like we're LeBron talking about Ray like Allen's shot. Super Saiyan. Well, we're point. still not saying like LeBron's like a terrible. Pl- we're no, saying, no, we keep no. saying LeBron's yeah. the best player in the NBA. <laughs> we're just saying that he's he doesn't have this 
career-defining moment where right. you know he he, he kind of you know wussed out of Cleveland and then went to a place where he knew he would could win and then jump back to win a title for his hometown. Here's one point I want to bring out about the date, bringing it back to David Blatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing I thought of, and Dave, I know before we were doing our pre-show prep, yeah. I mentioned to you guys, the analogy I used was with the NFL. When a new coach comes in, in the NFL, they kind of set up their own staff. The head coach has a say of, who's my offensive coordinator? Who's my defensive coordinator? And you said it's different in the NBA. But the one thing, if I was David Blatt, Maybe he didn't say anything because he's like, you know what? I'm new here. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. However, if the guy who's the assistant head coach is A, the highest paid assistant head coach Mm -hmm. and was number two in my job hunt, I'd be like, why is he here? Yeah. He he was a safety net. Like, like, let's be honest. I'm already one foot in, one foot out without wanting to be. Mm -hmm. And I would be upset. And if that's the case, like, I'd walk away. From that situation, because it's not going to end well for me. Well, kind of. I don't know what you guys think on that. Another NFL thing with Chris Carter. It was kind of like you know the fall the fallout guy. Like Mm -hmm. Tyron Lue was the fallout guy because they knew if Blatt messed up, they could just you know push him out the door and then bring a new guy in. That's the interesting thing about it. It's like Blatt didn't have that relationship with the players that Tyron Lue had. Tyron Lue seemed like he was he played in the league and he he is totally the players' coach. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. he was in there with them. He played with multiple people on that team, actually. And then every time on the bench, I think, Ricky, you were mentioning, you know, it's, they're looking around. They're seeing what he's saying. It, yeah, it was yeah. LeBron. Every yeah. time Stephen A. Smith said it where every time LeBron looked at the bench, he was looking at what Tyron Lue was calling. Not David Blatt, Tyron Lue, the assistant head coach. Well, there was also videos where, like, LeBron mm-hmm. was just talking to him on the bench. Like, he wasn't yeah. going over to the Blatt. Yeah. He was going to Lue. So it looked like Lue was this guy that they looked for. Yeah. But why why the change now? Because you said yesterday that they should have made this last year. Oh, they should. If you were going to make a change, make it after the finals loss. Hmm. Don't make it midseason right now because the the only thing I think of this is you're running the same offense. Mm-hmm. You're yep. doing everything the same. So if I'm looking at what the pattern is, you're going to go to the NBA Finals and lose to the Spurs or Warriors. The script has not changed. Yeah, I mean at I, all. I totally agree with you. The the whole thing, you know, the only thing I've heard out of Tyron Lue is how he's going to, you know, dig deeper on the bench and get more players involved. You know, instead of running that eight man lineup, which stretches play time a little mm-hmm. higher for uh, these guys mid season, you don't really need that in today's NBA. Coaches are smarter. Well, I mean, everybody's look at Pop. everybody's cutting play time yes. down. I think the average time is about 34 minutes mm-hmm. now. And these are for, like, all-stars. Yeah. Like, Unless you're on a Tom Thibodeau team. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I said Jimmy Butler run like, 44, right? Because yeah. um, Jimmy Butler. Butler, 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 sat down. Yeah. Butler is the highest in the league. I think he's at 39 or 38. I'm but guessing, yeah. It, and without talking tips, minutes, go figure. You're talking minutes exactly, per game. Exactly. Yeah. So Tyron Lue wants to stretch out, which I feel is interesting because it's something Blatt wanted to do initially, except he had to keep pulling the ripcord on LeBron. LeBron's on the bench covered in towels and shit. And then all of a sudden you see them, oh, four-point run the other way. Six-point run the other uh, LeBron, we need you back in there. <laughs> it was like, I love to play with guys like Verjao and uh, Delhi out there. But, like, some early last season they weren't providing the offense, obviously. And this year it's just, like, the same thing over and over. They can't go deep. Or David Black didn't have confidence to go deep. 
he just kept pulling on LeBron to save him. Butler. I fact-checked you, by the way. I was I fact-checked him, too. Jimmy oh. Butler, 38.1. Ooh. Leading the league. Second is 37.5. So he's by got, Caldwell he's got, Pope, yeah, and he's then got a, Harden he's got a lead. Exactly. So, I mean, you got guys like Steph Curry's at, what, that. like 34, 33? Yeah, well, yeah, they got Clay, like, Clay to provide. So Exactly. I mean, you have all these superstars. Shit. Even like KD. KD doesn't play more than 35 minutes. No. They got Westbrook. He 35.5. Oh, God. Way to go. <laughs> I'm so close. And I, I agreed with him, too. I just I was like, yeah, that sounds right. I mean, that, that's the thing. So it's like, you want to have these deeper rosters. I mean, obviously, you number one thing is emulate what's winning. What's winning right now is two deep benches. You have Golden State and you have the Spurs. Both have excellent push off their bench. They can score. They can really flip a game around. I mean, there's no reason to not try to do that. The thing with it is, who's the Cavs' sixth man? There's no, exactly. like, because yeah. you look at the Bulls' championship teams. You got Tony and you got Kerr. Then you look at the, the uh, Warriors right now. You got Iguodala, who was mm-hmm. the finals MVP. Well, there's just no one to rely on on this Cleveland bench. I mean, there's guys to fill in when, like, you know, Mozgov and Thompson are out. Mm-hmm. You can put yeah. them in, but it doesn't mean, like, they're one, you know, they're not... They're not the same level players, or they Absolutely. are the same level players. You're not really upgrading or downgrading. Or, I mean, I was going to say, I know this is a little different because the Bulls, when Derrick Rose was injured, mm. you don't have just a six-man. You have the entire bench mob. Yeah, that's true. So you don't have a six-man. You don't even have a bench to where it's like, we can go to any guy on this bench, and they're going to give us points. They need Nate Robinson. That's who they Backup need. point guard of the year, three years <laughs> running. Uh, whoever was the Bulls' backup. Yeah. I mean, that's just... That's what it was, and DJ Augustine comes in. Now he's an All Star, high po- high Aaron paid Brooks. player. Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Brooks. Now we're just going to revive Nate Robinson back up and uh, oh god, there's who was one, the last one who went to the Spurs? Bellinelli. Bellinelli. Marco Bellinelli. Marco Bellinelli. There's also well, one fall down shot. He was a shooting guard. Sure, sure, you missed one me. guy, Kirk Heinrich. Oh, he's Cap- still on the team though. He's still <laughs> well, yeah, on the team. Yeah, but I mean, he was, he was the original. Yeah, we're guy. talking about guys who aren't Brooks and Heinrich are still on the Bulls. But. You know, moving up, we said that the the, uh, the the scripts are already written for these mm-hmm, cats. Exactly. Is there any way they rewrite this script? What do what moves do they need to make to rewrite this script? You need you need I'd to get rid of K Love. I say Mozgov. Really? Yeah. I say, are you going to get I enough say, for Mozgov? Get at least someone to boost up that bench because right now, I mean, I'm thinking if you said like six men to me, maybe like. In the playoffs, the guy I fucking can't stand in Delhi. <laughs> fucking hate Delvadova. Dirtiest player I mean, in the league. Yeah, he is. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, if he's coming off the bench, you can count him as a six man. Jr. If he's coming off the bench, you can count him as a six man. But Jr.'s not reliable. Jr. wants yeah, to play. He can be hot or he can be. Jr. To me is kind of like a Josh Smith, where I'm just gonna fucking shoot threes, mm-hmm. and if I'm on, I'm on. If I'm off, I'm off. Basically, that's how it's gonna go. Uh, no, no. You, you want me to go in depth on this? Because yeah, it, it's K-Love for, for a couple good reasons. Hit me with it, big boy. Think about this. What made K-Love great was the fact that he was a stretch player. He could start down low in the post, mm-hmm. easily pass in the post. If LeBron he's got somebody smaller LeBron than him. LeBron also likes to play in the post. It's, yeah, it's newer for him, mm-hmm. but it's, it is. It is. So he's big man in the post, great passing, and if he's got someone smaller behind him, he goes over him. If not, he dishes out to the outside. Mm-hmm. Then his favorite thing is top left of the key. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his shot. Guess who shot that also is? LeBron's. LeBron. Guess what LeBron doesn't want him to be? Anywhere near the fucking lane. <laughs> he wants him away from the lane. So like, he could just fucking drive. K-Love's K rebounds have gone down like... Uh, well, was he, was, he was leading the league at 15 in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. now I think he's around 8. Yeah, his rebounds have plummeted because LeBron wants him nowhere near the lane. He wants him playing on the outside, being a spot-up three-point shooter. What does that do for K-Love's game? Fucking awful. He went from... 
Uh, 8.1 free throws to 3.7 now. I mean, Caleb... That is ridiculous. 10 points less a game. And, yeah, his three-point shooting, I mean, what he had there in Minnesota was fantastic because, like, oh, he's a big who can take threes. Now he's a spot-up three-point shooter. Are you kidding me? Like, they completely neutered his game. Well, like with uh, Russell Westbrook last year where you had that consistent streak of triple-doubles, like Kevin Love was that guy before where Kevin Love could not get a game. like, 2020s all the time. It was like he could not have a game where it wasn't a double-double or, like, he was injured. What do you go, like, 35 or something Something ridiculous like that. It was was outrageous. Yes. So they need to get rid of him to make space for a spot-up shooter because if LeBron and wants to, to play LeBron— on the cap side, too. Well, that'll, that'll help. help. It's the whole thing. If LeBron wants to play his game, so you got to give him space. So that means you need complementary pieces. But you said his rebounds went down? The rebounds yeah, went way I'm, down. Because here's what I'm looking at. Right now, 2015-16 this year, rebounds rebounds per game, K-Love leading the team at 11. Last year, oh, the 14 season— it went from 9.7 last year to 11 this Just year. Just career-wise. Yeah, no. yeah. I was career going career. Wise. Yeah. yeah. But, like, over the Took last two and, like, the year before that, 13-14, I'm looking at Caleb. He wasn't on the Cavaliers. I'm, I'm, so I can't <laughs> go back. I can't real, go back yeah. that far. Real quick, I got I to gotta throw a name out there. Because okay. we're, we're talking about moves, and I know this guy is completely gone down from what he used to be, and he's got a huge salary cap, so I have no idea if it's really going to work out there. But you got to get a guy who'd come off the bench who can score for you. I know he's completely dropped down. Mm-hmm. But the Nets are, you know, rebuilding here. Joe Johnson. I mean, they made a push for him this offseason, too. Mm-hmm. The Cavs had definitely thought it through, and they wanted him. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It, it depends on where the Nets are and if they can just— are they going to do a straight swap? Are they going to have to attach picks to it? Are they also just I mean, trying to, like, screw over the Bro- Celtics and trying to get that I could pick see, worse yeah. and better and better? Yeah, so if that I'm doesn't Brooklyn, go- though, I want picks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I mean, that, you, had, you, they're, they're you, gave, you gave the Celtics all the fucking for picks. The, the worst trade of mm-hmm. like all time was no. three first round uh, picks. Well, in just the NBA, we're not talking RG three. Oh no, we're not, not talking Wayne Gretzky <laughs> yeah. or like uh, Jesus Wayne, Wayne Gretzky to the to Kings. The Kings. Yeah, the, or the, uh, the Kings ransom is thirty three thirty seven. The Vikings Cowboys trade. Oh my god. For uh, Herschel uh, Walker. Yeah, Herschel Walker. I mean, that, I'm sorry, Ricky, you're a Vikings fan. I know that's kind of pulling on strings there. But, I, I mean, Joe Johnson. Before my time, so good. It was good. Before yeah. my time. And, hell, if this is like an NBA or uh, NBA 2K16 franchise. <laughs> yep. Just trade finder. Who, Do no, it for yep. me. Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Put him out on a ring. Okay. LeBron and Kobe. <laughs> uh, well, that would be fantastic to watch. <laughs> Bring Dwight oh, back. Yeah, We're yeah, getting yeah. the band back together. I mean, yeah, Kobe's yeah. not coming off the bench. <laughs> that's, 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 that's hey, no. Kobe Bean Bryant We're talking about ego. off the bench. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> egos, not being able to hand egos. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's not going to work. Here's the last thing I want to bring out about the Tyron Lue, Sean, then you can bring out whatever you want to do yeah, to end it. it. Here's the one thing, the last thing I think of is... I kind of think he may do a good job because who, what coaching tree did he come out of? The Doc Rivers. The Doc Rivers. The who Doc else Rivers, came Tom out of the Thibodeau. Doc River yeah. one? Tom Thibodeau. So yeah. to me, I see that and go, okay, you got some potential, big guy. He does. He's come definitely out does. of the Doc Rivers coaching tree, which Doc Rivers, what coaching tree did he come out of? The Coach Popovich tree. Yeah, which kicked out Steve Kerr as of yep. recently. Mm-hmm. But, so, I mean. but the thing is, will, will Tyron Lue become a coach or will he just be another cog in this LeBron coaching wheel? It's because it's going to be hard for him to di- differentiate honestly, himself out of that. You're right. Bolster is the only one that's kind of, you know, and I think he's got to be a playoff. He's got to be a player coach happened because mm-hmm. Bolster has lasted like mm-hmm. yeah. post LeBron. He's still having success. That's that's how he's made it. Now, mm-hmm. now with this new change from Lou, I'm going to I'm going to try to transition here. Lou can now become the Eastern 
head coach, Eastern uh, East Conference. All-Star, yeah. yeah. Head coach, he's the coach because of the he's the coach of the uh, Cavs and the team highest in the Eastern Conference ranking. Their coach becomes the All-Star mm-hmm. coach. What do you guys think about the All-Star starters? For oh, the God. For the East, you got Kyle Lowry, you got Dwayne Wade, you got Paul George, you got LeBron James, and you got Carmelo Anthony. For the I East. Mean, it's an interesting lineup. Uh, there's obviously <laughs> something missing in that. I think it's size? I mean, or it might a be center high. or a power forward? I, I don't know. Apparently, I love the new voting system, right? Just just uh, pick your five favorite guys, toss them out there. I can't stand Who this. Who needs a big? Because it's the all-star game, though, right? No defense, all scoring. Except for the last two minutes. Except if it's a close game, minutes. it is serious as shit and one of the funnest things to watch. I, I can't stand. I can't stand the All Star game anymore. It's a popularity concert. Mm-hmm. It is a c- concert. It's a concert, concert, guys. Yeah. It is. No, because they do. They have they have a pregame concert yeah. and a postgame, and, and they have the pregame introductions where like they come out of the like sliding doors oh my and the God. smoke well, comes yeah. up, uh, and, and then Shaq with the guys from uh, oh, MTV yeah. or whatever, and then yep. you had uh, whoever sang Party Rock. I remember that was the last All Star game I think I watched. No, the the way before that, it was like Kenny, Kevin, Kenny, Kevin something. You, you terrible, Kenny. You <laughs> oh just terrible, Kenny. My bad. But I can't stand this fan voting because the All Star, uh, you know, All Star appearances mm-hmm. is Hall of Fame criteria. Guys are voted in because of this. Yep. If you have a same, you know, resume as a guy, and you have more All Star appearances, mm-hmm. you're getting in. So it's basically who is more popular. Not only Not the that. better player. Think about this. Anthony Davis has a contract clause yeah. where if he doesn't get a was it a first team, second team, all NBA or he loses all-star out, starter or all star starter, he's going to lose twenty three million dollars mm-hmm. because oh, of the Derrick Rose contract. Boohoo! Anthony Davis loses some money. I know. No, no but that, just <laughs> think about that. But this was like this is huge because twenty three like, million dollars because yeah. of a popularity contract. I think he's yeah. I think it would go from like five or like twenty. It's like I think he's making something really small and it's yeah. a ton of mm-hmm. incentive bases right exactly. now because you hit the Derrick Rose clause exactly. where, you're, where you're the shit basically <laughs> I, and, and it's the, ridiculous the West is the same size with no size <laughs> however I'll, I'll, they I'll, do have Kawhi I say, that's Kawhi's not fair. the bit of size though that's all you need but there. KD's bigger you got <laughs> yeah. KD Kawhi you have Russ Westbrook you have uh, who's the other Kobe Kobe that's a let, that's crap right let's there be, but. let's be honest though yeah. I feel like and I know this is fan voting yeah. but if this wasn't Kobe's last ride, yeah. like, let's take Kobe out Kobe's of it. Let's, let's say he wasn't in the top five. Draymond Green would be that replacement. Yes. I feel yep. like people would vote him in. Well, I think he was Kobe's super. Gone. No, actually, I think the sixth man is Zaza, Zaza. Pachulia. Oh, Zaza, Zaza Pachulia from the Mavericks. <laughs> for for reasons. This is how big you see. Yeah, yeah. this is how like, big of a shit show this is becoming. Yeah. You know, I don't want the NBA to turn what the All Star game is coming, where they're trying to move John Scott out oh of the God. NHL yes. so he's not a catcher. Did you hear about that, though, where yeah. he got traded? Yep. He, he got, got traded. traded to a team out of conference, but he's Montreal. still going to be the, the and, captain and for the They're Pacific. looking to drop him, right? Yeah, they're trying mm-hmm. to just make him a free agent. So he might be a free agent. Representing yep. the Phoenix Coyotes, who traded him away. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and the, and the Coyotes don't have show. another like representative. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get a nope. not new representative. It's going to be John Scott. Yep. And John Scott is former our, Chicago Blackhawk. Former Chicago Blackhawk. Absolutely. Great. But he's known <laughs> as just the worst skater. In he's a fighter. NHL history. Uh, my my like, only. Me- I know we're an NBA podcast, but my own only memory of him. Don't know who it was. But just lighten up a mm-hmm. king player with a fist. I was at that face. game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think it was Kyle Clifford. It was. It just was demolished him, like into him. the boards, and just just started like swinging at him. That's what we need to add to the NBA. Fights. <laughs> yeah. we, we I believe Ron Artest tried yeah. that. <laughs> was just in the palace. The palace. That didn't go over too well. I don't think. Like seven Pacers got all, like all uh, I can think, salt charges. All I can think of right now is Daniel Tyson. High water. Water. He ran up to higher ground. 
And then, uh, well, it, at least they didn't pull Mike Milbury again going oh, to the NHL yeah. where he oh jumps over the boards and mm-hmm. starts beating a guy with his own shoe. But this All-Star game is becoming a joke. And yeah, it's becoming look boring. At, look at our conversation. This is how yeah. much of a joke. I We're talking NHL, Sean. I have not paid attention to the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's kind of kept you know me in the only, was... Okay, the, you know what's the only thing about the All-Star game, though, I do like? What? Everything else, like the three-point competition, <laughs> the, but the, the three skills point... drill, the dunk, like the dunk contest. Okay, let's get LeBron and them in it. And then that'll be it. interesting. That's the thing. I know they'll never do it, but come on. Jordan was never afraid to do it. Well, that was different. He, mm. he needed to make a name for himself. Yeah. Mm. I but mean, like, Jordan was never afraid to do it. But however, but after that's he had that... the stuff I like. Like the shit they have where like they're playing a horse outside. I watch that shit all the time. That's fun. The one year yeah. they had a, a fantasy draft yeah, and all players. That was fun. But like the dunk contest is becoming a joke. Like if I was looking at the names, I didn't know John Wall was even in it, let alone won it the year before Levine. Yeah. Levine kind of changed the game because mm-hmm. this kid came out and like lit it up. And he I was, was passionate interested. about that shit too. I didn't watch the all. I didn't watch the dunk contest. He was last an LSU year. guy, then, right? No. Uh, no UCLA. UCLA. I was I didn't watch it and then I saw the Sports Center highlights and then I went back and mm-hmm. watched it and I was like this is kind of fun but yeah. like Gerald Green won it I think uh, Jeremy Evans of the Utah Jazz Blake Griffin was I'll be honest jumped over if, the car if it the takes hood you of a six car tries. that was even impressive <laughs> if it takes you Blake six Griffin tries did to not get shit done I don't care like yeah. it loses all appeal to me and I've seen everything oh you guys are into a tomahawk in reference to Dominique who did it like mm-hmm. fourteen or the times. Vinsanity uh, yeah. didn't someone try to copy Vinsanity yeah. and he failed. Yeah, or I mean, trying to copy the Air Jordan. It's like, don't even try. There's only one Air Jordan. Levine, then the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. Levine's mm-hmm. bounce under the basket between the legs. That was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did Jason Richard, Richardson, but just topped it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, but, like, Nate Robinson won it three times in a row. Then Dwight. Like, that was the last Didn't year Didn't Nate good. Robinson jump over Dwight? Yeah, yeah jump, he did. Was that the, the Superman yeah. cape? Yep. He, was, he was wearing green. He was wearing yep. the yeah. green. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was the last time it was good, and but that was just because it was really gimmicky. It was, gimmicky. Nate, it was exactly. like a yeah. fucking it, short guy trying to jump over one of the tallest guys. It was like, literally a Globetrotters game. It was yeah. like, it, no, it was like WWE. Oh, it was like, <laughs> yeah. And out of left field, here comes Nate Robinson, the kryptonite to Superman. And he drops the elbow by jumping over him, and then he pulls up the championship over Dwight Howard's dead body. <laughs> I mean, it totally overshadows like the fact that the Western Conference like team is legitimately like the best fucking team I've ever seen. You know, what we oh, need? if you replace out Kobe, like you said, replace out Kobe, and then you're good. Like mm-hmm. that—that's the fucking mm-hmm. best players I've ever seen. Like, See, all right, you're talking just the West. Yeah, just the West. Yeah. So well, I mean, like, I mean, oh. the East is good. Don't get me wrong, but like that Durant, West? Westbrook, Curry, Leonard. Throw Draymond or. Like Clay Thompson in there, and it's golden, right? Even LeBron, just just <laughs> LeBron down. Yeah, what I was gonna say, like on Bleacher Report, it yep. has NBA All Stars, it has Eastern Conference in one, and then Western Conference. Kobe and LeBron are right next to him, so I'm like, just flip them, and then you have mm-hmm. the, the All have, NBA team right there. Yeah, it's the most disgusting lineup ever. And but the thing with Kobe is, I get it; it's his last year. Put yeah. him in; he's gonna go 25 for 50. He's gonna score 50 points. And M- people are gonna be like, it's the greatest All Star. the he's NBA? Absolutely. Should the NBA do what I know the NHL is not doing this this year? Yeah, they're going to three on three, but, which is yeah, but completely gimmicky. Should the NBA do what the NHL did? I want to say it was the last two years. Fantasy like, draft. Okay, yeah. all these players are in the game. The two with the highest votes are your captains. Yeah, and then like you get to televise the night before there's a draft, and then you play the game. Now that was now fun. for those unfamiliar with the NHL draft or the NHL oh, All Star. So in fun. order to get into that grouping, is it a fan vote? Is it a player well, vote? At, like, this, at this point, if how, you're going to do, just grab like the top twenty players well, in the league. It, it was a fan vote, and if you're going to do a okay. fantasy draft, I'm okay with a fan vote because it's not going to decide who's on the West, who's on the East. It's just here's your pool of players. The fan vote decides who's at the top, who's the captains. And, like, watching that draft, 
was hilarious because there was a time where I think Patrick Kane was one of the assistant like captains. Yeah, he was. He was the Lindstrom. And the assistant it's captain. like you know what Jonathan Taves thinks like he's going to get called. He's getting yeah. up. And because Kane's like, you know what, I'm going to pick this guy. He's one of my teammates. Tave's getting up right before he goes to the wall. He goes, Duncan Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was just a fun and, time. And they still play the Phil Kessel, the only guy left in the fantasy yeah, Absolutely. Draft. <laughs> and I think he was the MVP, too. Yeah. Yep. But, it, like, the thing with it's, – it's becoming a problem in the MLB, too, because Omar Afonso, the worst oh, second baseman in, like, and that's history the one, was the starting yep. And that's the one baseman. that decides home field in yeah, the fucking championship. Yeah, has huge implications. And the thing is, with even the fantasy draft, it's still going to make – the game's still going to be shit. Mm-hmm. This game is still going to be I'll be boring. honest. The baseball one, though, is the most interesting. It is. Yeah. Because you can – like, that one, it's like, okay, how do we really – like, you got to play defense, got to play offense, but making it to where, okay – Home field makes everyone go, oh, fuck, we got to play this game. Exactly. But I don't know what you're going to do in the NBA to make it like an oh, no. fuck moment. Like, unless you guys are giving like, them play, like salary boosts mm-hmm. or something, it doesn't really. They're not going to play it. Yeah. Because they're not going to get injured. That's why I just say go to an all-star draft, and then, I mean, it can just be a fun who gives a shit weekend. Because the Pro Bowl's stupid because all these guys are done, and no one wants to pay attention. Cause well, no one football. wants to get hurt. Yeah. Let's no, be honest. No except, get... except nobody ever tells Adrian Pearson that. He'll yeah. still run through people. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Or uh, Sean Taylor, yeah, oh, like, no, yeah. that punter. The yes, punter. but then also like MOB in the middle of the season. MOB, you don't want him to, you know. Oh, I thought you were talking about the punter. No, I'm talking about Sean, Sean Taylor. Taylor. I forgot he died. Oh God, Sean God Taylor fans. Oh, Sean Taylor fans are gonna be pissed at me. <laughs> don't worry, Sean Taylor fans. I got you. Covered. They're still here because I, I mean, know he, they, they are. put his Madden. You know, I know they are player card out, and he's huge. But I know they are still. I mean, this All Star game's a fucking joke. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, you know Kyle Lowry is going to be the MVP if he has a great game. Just no, because Paul it's, George. It's, well, Paul no, George. No. The return of Paul George. No, it's it's in Toronto. Kyle uh, Lowry is the Raptor. In I guess the it's kind of. I'm fine. I'm fine with like every player in this in this lineup. I'm fine with Kobe. I get it. It's his last season. Kobe's yep. the, the icon. He was the icon before LeBron. You know, you know who? Know? You know what? You know who the MVP is going to be? He's not even a starter. Jimmy Butler. I was gonna. I was about to say the one. The <laughs> one I should have a problem with was Dwayne yeah. Wade, where Jimmy Butler yeah, should, should be, be. <laughs> because Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is the best two guard in the you know the league. Absolutely. It's even close. Dwayne Wade, he's averaging eighteen point two, respectable numbers for his age. Jimmy Butler, twenty two point five, and he's the best. He's like up there with Kawhi at least defensively. Like he's oh, absolutely. He can. He's a lockdown defender. He's come out of nowhere. He's. I mean, he's obviously more athletic at this point in the age. He's more exciting to watch mm-hmm. because yeah. Jimmy can dunk over kids. And it's – it's I don't understand it. It's, it's again, the popularity vote that is just – it's kind of – and not ruining the game because I wasn't going to watch it anyways. But it's just it's, – it's, I'll watch just because it's a basketball game. Pretty much the same here. Or yeah, maybe, maybe I'll watch the first quarter. Am I going to flip it on? At least it's, it's more, highlights. It's more of a the computer's it. on, I'm on the computer, and it's that, on in the background. It's yeah. on mute. I'm trying to do homework. <laughs> <laughs> looking no, up. You know, I can't watch games on mute. I got to hear the announcers. I'm weird like Unless that. it's Phil Sims. Unless it's Joe Buck, you're right. No, I'll, I'll, I'm, mm, I'll take... Fuck Joe Buck. <laughs> Phil Sims is worse. Uh, I'm kind of glad, but Chris I'm Collinsworth. I will take I like your Chris. Phil Sims and raise you a Chris Collinsworth. I like Chris better than Phil Sims. Phil Sims is, like, I can't stand dead. Chris Phil Sims is so boring. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm, that's one thing I'm glad. I'm glad there is no NBA equivalent to Phil Sims or Chris Collinsworth. There's not. There's never a game where no. the, the the you know the no because you have a good announcer like Kevin Harlan yeah NBA yeah right between the, the board eye. And then, like fantastic commentator and mm-hmm. Craig Sager is fantastic because yeah. I mean you got the story and then he's also just wearing some ridiculous outfit twenty four seven yep it's ridiculous Reggie Miller another guy who might dominate who should be in it because again there's no one above seven feet or like mm-hmm. there's no true center in this game true. yeah Andre Drummond 
having one of the greatest seasons of all time. You brought the stat up that Dan Patrick brought up. Yeah. It's Wilt Chamberlain, Andre Drummond, some guy from the 90s who completely fell off the map. And who was the other guy? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Hakeem, maybe? Some, some guy from the but yeah, 90s. Yeah. It, it's the whole stat of who's you're average. either a legend in the NBA or, you or you're playing off. on an awful team and your numbers are just inflated because mm-hmm. of that. I feel like kind I'm of sorry. the Kevin Love syndrome. Watch, watching this, I'm like, it's hard to say that you know you deserve <laughs> these numbers. Uh, it, numbers don't tell the whole story. But That's Andre all. Drummond's also just huge, and he, mm-hmm. he is. If you're like, all right, Andre Drummond's just can you know he keeps progressing but, and progressing. I mean, but Jesus it, it makes Christ, sense. did Boogie make him look like a bitch? Oh yeah, well Boogie like, makes everyone look like a <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, no, but this was right the brink of like, is he gonna be like the best center in the league? Like he's got all this hype around him, and all of a sudden he just comes in and it's just over. It. It's absolutely over. DeMarcus has one of the best all-around games as a center yeah. in, in the NBA, and he's not even a starter. No. I mean... Again, and Anthony Davis, nowhere to be found. I well, mean, he, he, he saves him an off time. He started off slow, but he's, yeah. he's come on of, of recent. Exactly, exactly. No Dirk, too. Dirk's having a phenomenal year. Again, Surprise stretch four, and he's super popular. However, and, it's and the one... Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the one thing I'm going to throw out there. Vote getter for the fucking Mavericks. The one thing I'm going to throw out there, maybe to like guys like me and Dave, who are 25 and above, well, 26 and above. Sorry, I forgot to add the number for me and Dave. But there you go. 26 and above... We may say, like, oh, why isn't Dirk in there? I'll throw you in there, too, Sean. Being Dirk was the 18. second jersey ever owned. However, there you go. kids younger than us are looking at Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James. Different age in the NBA. Dirk, Dirk's already gone. Could you imagine? Ma- they only know about Kobe because their, their, <laughs> their dad said, hey, this is Kobe Bryant. No, they're yeah. like, hey, all right, you know that Will Chamberlain guy? Kinda Here's like when Kobe scored 81. Yeah. When Kobe scored, like, yeah. 50 in the fourth quarter alone. But again, talking about that new age with Kobe and Dirk. Dirk, if he came into the league now, he would be the perfect player because he's that stretch four and he's just dominant. I mean, ideally, he was reincarnated into the Porzing God. I mean, <laughs> he did have an off night, though, to be fair, uh, very, very recently as this, this podcast. Very recently. Uh, I think it was like two for 11 or something, a couple hard fouls. But you know what? Kid's got potential. He looks up to Dirk like a mentor already. Everybody wants to shove that comparison on him, and I want to see it. Does like, Dirk I'm go excited. to New York at the no. end of his career? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. No way. No, no. I want to see what this kid does in the, the rookie the rookies versus sophomores oh, yeah. game. I want to see what he does with that rookie with that rookie's team of Just say Ja. 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 Ja will provide, baby. If Moody. Ja will provide. If Moody ever steps up, and then poor God. That's just amazing. And I've said this before. And, you know, other analysts have also said it, but I totally agree with it. What a perfect just shade move by Phil Jackson. Just, oh, you know what? This guy may be a project, may take a few years. By years, you meant months, right? Mm-hmm. By months, no, you meant days, and by days, you meant hours. Yeah. It took three hours. It was fantastic. <laughs> and, and, you know, the interesting thing about Porzingis in New York is the fact that they're keeping his minutes in check. Mm. They understand I he's a big he's an all-star. We want to keep him healthy. It, it's all about the long run. But you know what? This Knicks team, they're still in contention because the East yeah. is a shithole. I hope so he's an all-star. I think they're going to start cranking but, out. No, he's not going to be an all-star. I hope he is. I no. want to see no, him not in the all-star year, game. Not this year. No. But, but they're totally starting to crank up his minutes. The all-star game, though. I, I am excited to see him play like a full game because we've been seeing these short mm-hmm. minutes, and it's, it's nice in spurts. And he contributes, but I want to see him kind of take in that number two role, the true two behind Carmelo. But that's the thing about the Knicks is that, like, Carmelo never really had the team around him. And now, out of nowhere, this team really came up. 
And Carmelo is kind of like he's. This might be his last shot in New York, and this is kind of what mm-hmm. he stayed for. Yeah, and it came in Porzingis basically. But we back to Drummond because that's what this whole yeah. topic was started. <laughs> We're about. getting there. We're getting there. Well, maybe they'll change the rules because of Porzingis. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this kid's gonna be a star someday. <laughs> but Drummond, the KJ McDaniel's situation where he comes in and he starts. KJ fouls him. Five times in nine seconds. Which was mm-hmm. hilarious to watch live. Oh, yeah. They just comes in. He's just, just like, a little tickle in the stomach. It's just a little bit. That's a foul? Yeah. That's a, what? It just seems like Drummond, can, Drummond might get the foul for just like pushing him. <laughs> I know. Like it might be like a, a person. A, no like, retaliation it, for that? Exactly. <laughs> it, like I like how Drummond's also like, yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But Drummond got fouled. Five times in nine seconds. I kept setting the line. 27 minutes. 27 free throws. Jesus Christ. And people are... An NBA record. Yeah. People are saying <laughs> I hope that. that's a record. It is. Oh, it Somebody is. missed more than that. You don't deserve to be <laughs> Well, the you know, you, we don't know how many Shaq would have missed if he gave Deand- a chance. DeAndre said... <laughs> they did give Shaq the chance. Well, the, it's hack a Shaq for yeah, a reason. I was saying. But now uh, it's hack a drumming. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan set the record mm-hmm. last year. I think he missed 23. Yeah. So DeAndre Jordan's right. also terrible. Yep. So... Should and they change? Howard and Howard? Well, God, Howard's always heck been bad. Howard. that ruined the fucking playoffs we'll, for me. And also, we'll almost. Cha- <laughs> Sorry, almost. <What>? Well, now <laughs> Steve, you had to do it. Steve's got Steve. You gotta make the Stan, I keep calling him Stan Steve. Van. Why am I calling him Steve? Stan, Stan, Stan Van, baby. Stan Van. Now Why is it all Stan Van teams that like? That's what I was bringing Dwight up. Yeah. Howard. He's Dwight a magnet drumming. for bigs. Oh. Like I mean, bigs that can't shoot free throws. Let's be honest. What bigs can shoot free throws besides Dirk? Uh, Paul Gasol, uh, Gasol, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but like, but he's a Euro baby. Taj? There's a difference. Well, yeah, we to count, both Euros. Are, are we counting Joaquin with the weird? Like, no, no, the no. Weird t- you do not get to fling the ball like. I'm that. talking about like 86 percent and above too. <laughs> like Dirk's shot ninety. Joaquin Noah yeah. with the. I'm just gonna throw my fingertips it's the weirdest out. Speaking shit of Joe, world. you see that one shot where it's like he's all alone, no one's around, he throws it up and yeah. just misses the net. Like it wasn't even close. I don't even think it hit no, the circle. It oh, yeah, the circle it was on the beautiful. But, Honestly. But should they change the rules to, no. to prevent this hack and No thing? way. Like the way I see this is maybe this is old school in me, but if they're going to follow you, make your fucking free throws. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like Drummond, here, Drummond, Andre Drummond, I know you're listening to the podcast, so I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> After practice is Him over, and McCurdy. Yeah. After, after practice is over, you pull over a teammate. You say, "Hey, you want to help me practice my free throws?" Get Here's that shot doctor do. in there. You just gotta stand at the free throw line, shoot it, let the guy pass it back to you, and just practice shooting free throws. That's what? all you gotta do. What's the name of it? Fucking practice. No, no. What's the name of the thing he's missing? A free free throw. throws. It's, yeah, they're free. You're supposed to fucking make. Them. <laughs> There's a reason why we call it the fucking charity. Strike. And Drummond's athletic. He's big. He doesn't really need that much work. Honestly, if I'm Stan Van, just put him in the gym. It's well, the I'm, easiest shot in the world. Do half no court, one's blocking yeah. you. <laughs> do half court practice and and have Drummond on the other side. Just mm-hmm. free throws. Mm-hmm. Free throws. Hours at a time. Throws. That's why exactly. you got to do it. Well, like Absolutely. You, he said before, Michael Jordan, 100 yep. free throws at the end of every practice. Michael, that was on our radio show. Michael Jordan, he would just, after, well, this was when he was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Before he'd go in for the night, just shoot free throws and practice them. Maybe and, you should go to Charlotte. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> we don't we don't need another Jordan one-on-one montage. But I, just, I can't stand but, that he does that with every fucking I don't know person what he drafts. You, I don't know what you think, Dave. I think you don't need to change the rule. Just work on your free throws. I, no. I think it... I mean, I don't think the rule necessarily needs to be changed, but I see the reason for arguing because it is ruining games. 
like I said, the playoffs last year were fucking miserable. It's ruining the entertainment. Yeah, and I that's, mean, but that's something it's the still NBA not, is concerned it's with. It's still a part of the it's game. It's the package altogether. It's like, okay, if I know I'm going to sit here and watch somebody take 44 free throw shots, I'm going to put my head down and blow my brains out. Like there's no argument. Jesus. Like why? Why and am I watching? Where I come why in and say make money? your goddamn free throws and people won't do it. Why am I paying money to watch this shit happen? Like mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. They should be professionals. Yeah, yeah be a fucking make professional. Your, make, make your, your free, make your free throw. They don't do it. Problem fucking solved. But there's no way to cleanly prevent that. Yeah, these exactly. intentional fouls because yeah. if I mean, you make Steven, a rule specifically for. I, I was watching first take and Stephen A. came up with an outline, but it's not perfect. He said something like, "Any if it's." An intentional foul, only intentional fouls over two minutes and a half. How you work it is, let's say I fouled you, Sean. Mm-hmm. You go to the line for two, and your team gets the ball back. So they would foul Drummond. Drummond would go to the line for two. He'd miss both of them. they get the ball back. Then, hmm. if they... it's under two minutes, you treat it like a normal intentional foul. Could they just keep fouling him? I mean, honestly, yeah, they could until it makes one. No matter what you get, no matter what you get the ball, ball back. back. Yeah, no, to stop yeah, then, it, he's then, saying no matter what the team uh, that shot the free mm. throws would get the ball back. Yeah, so then Drummond, Drummond misses two. You don't get the rebound. You foul him again. As long as you have the lead, I guess it's a win. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then you send him again, and then until you get the rebound, you would just foul out of play. Instead of having, all right, you put some. Crappy, so, so there's no rebound situation at all. No, it's just if two Drummond got if so it's like Drummond got fouled, oh, he gets okay. his two shots, and then the Pistons would automatically get the ball back. Okay, I like okay. I see what you're saying inbound. now. But how do you how do you determine what's intentional, and what's not? Yeah, intentional? I say if we're leaving this up That's to the refs' discretion, you, uh, you mean sorry. the fixing games? They're not the, refs. They're, they're not the sharpest. Uh, Joey Crawford right will now. jump He's up gone. to block He's gone, after this year, but he'll jump up to block KD to grab the ball out of his. Don't be laughing around Joey. I say that the man who brought Tim Duncan for smiling on the sidelines yeah. i mean no the rest of it he goes no, no i, I want to keep this as far out of their hands as possible and i think Stephen a's <laughs> thing might be good in a bubble but when mm-hmm. you look at the game as a whole that will interfere yeah. with so much other play that is questionable and fuck questionable around these reps <laughs> need to keep the game simple unless possible. you're the patriots right hey man it's the only place i want questionable do you want me to start bringing up field goals man come on you fucking take left him. Left. I like going to the left, man. <laughs> to left the left, to the Darn. lefty, man. I'm saying, to go south to the left. I say, like that Everything horrific. Own. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. But, like, I give you to the left, to the left. But I mean, you just kept going. Oh yeah. Well, I know. I know my Beyonce. Man. It's a great impressive. Song. It's, it's a impressive. Great song. No, but that's the thing. It's just like, <laughs> why? Why is this a problem? Because people can't, you know, perform at a professional level. When it comes to one aspect of the game. But it's always been a problem because Shaq in the 90s, Wilt probably Mm -hmm. would have been the all-time leading scorer if he knew how to shoot a free throw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No doubt. No doubt. I mean, Wilt, and I think the thing is, is that the people teaching him are all like guards. So they're teaching Mm -hmm. him guard movement. And these guys are so big, they're just too strong for their own good. Like, Wilt probably could have made, if Wilt was shooting a free throw, he would probably be like behind the three-point line, like shooting Mm -hmm. like that. I also heard a story where Wilt Chamberlain, before they changed the rules where you had to stay at the free throw line, he just dunked it. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but again, because it, it was like the 60s yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, these guys are just too big to be like shooting like guards. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. It, it, it would take down the entertainment value if, if it did keep happening in the playoffs. And, I mean, that's what the NBA is trying to base it I off said, of. The is, NBA has a really good thing going for them. Like, I feel like as a league and as far as popularity in the media – and it's definitely among, growing. It, yeah. It's growing, and it's doing fantastic, and it's because they get all these young emerging talents like Andre Drummond, who comes in the league and makes that immediate impact and becomes a face of a city. Like, right off that, he's Detroit mm-hmm. basketball. Boom. That's it. 
So, and you're going to have this. Came out of UConn, right? Yeah, yeah. came out of UConn. Three, now, three years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But again, but the thing with also Drummond, his position is kind of getting pushed out because we saw that in the All-Star game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, the center's the, optional. Center's going out, power forward, you need to be versatile. And I mean, it's like Steph Curry is kind of reinventing the league. Four guards and a stretch four. That's Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be a stretch five in that yeah. scenario. Well, then you know what I mean. A, a big guy down low who can stretch outside. And, and unless you're the Spurs, which unless you say the... we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Well, we're going to we win. We're going to win because <laughs> we got Popovich. Who? I, I, this is a weird question. Yeah. Who's better, Boban or Porzingis? Oh man, who do you want tough. more to succeed? That is a tough thing because like Boban was a legit threat for the uh, for the All Star vote. I think he was, but. Uh... Uh, they were chanting MVP for him. Dude, I know. He lights it up. It's the weirdest thing seeing him, though, he's, on the court. He's, he's, it's like he's uh, like a Goliath. He's like, it's uh, not even close. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like uh, the like, guy from the looks tall, but he's built. Oh, yeah. Boban's like, he could palm my face. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? It's, it's, he's like a gorilla. Yeah. I don't mean that in the wrong way, but he's Obviously. like he's like a He's like... He's, it just looks like he's like it, it's kind of like that old wrestler who was like he he turned it on when the bell bell rang mm-hmm. like he was like he was like dead inside and then like bang and then he just turns into this monster and he lights it up out of nowhere like mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that I don't know how the Spurs find these people either no no Kawhi Kawhi they traded up and they and, and Kawhi was decent in San Diego State but he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be like the be- no. top no. five player in the NBA no, they got production out of freaking uh, no knees Tiago uh, no no I was gonna say uh, was it Blair. Yeah. Oh, Juan yeah, Blair. Juan Blair. Blair. Pitt. The man with yep. no ACLs. Yeah. <laughs> like, they got production out of him even. Like, what is going on with that? that I, this is, I know this is college, but that Big East when Juan yep. Blair and Kemba. Oh, God. That's the greatest. That's college basketball. And then Shabazz right after Kemba. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that was yeah. like, and then the Syr- Syracuse teams with... Uh, Mello. No. No, that You're was, thinking way too. I'm thinking Fab Mello. Yeah, but I'm, th- I'm thinking uh, the guy who, who only could dunk. I think the Bulls had him for a little bit. 22... Played on the Suns for a bit. I'm losing his name. Oh well. I'm thinking. Doesn't right, matter. Yeah, I'm thinking Kansas with the Morris twins because they were oh, on the, the Suns. The five OT game. Yeah. In, in the Garden. Yeah. In the Big East tournament. Yeah, I remember watching that game. It was UConn and Villanova. Was that the game? No, it was, it was UConn, UConn Syracuse. UConn Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a Big East tournament. That was nothing's gonna beat it. Because I mean, the Big East is dead. Well, way to of. go. I mean, Villanova's still yep. there. But there's still a the Big, Big East. East isn't a thing. No, because yeah. they're well, all spread apart. Because Notre Dame's yeah. out of part of there in the ACC. Yeah. There's still a Big East conference, but it's not the Big East that we're used to. Yeah, the, the Catholic conference. All the Catholic Catholic stools, 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 <laughs> the stools. Point. So yeah, and I mean. The biggies now, Villanova, Providence, Xavier, Butler, DePaul, all the Catholic teams, but there still is a big fucking East. The rest but it's of not them, the big fucking the rest, the rest of them went do to they, the American. Do they still play at Madison Square Garden? No. They're, they're, they're not the fucking Big East. Yep. They're fucking posers. <laughs> and like the Big East shut down, we are gonna shut this podcast down. <laughs> Good fucking transition. Forcing it. Yeah. I wanna thank Dave for finally showing up after seven months. We sent out a search warrant but or search party and we never found it. <laughs> search warrant. <laughs> search warrant. Yeah. What are the cops here? <laughs> well, he was on parole. Yeah, that's right. He was yeah, on parole. Right. He's got the arrest. Uh, <laughs> Will I be bracelet. back next week? Stay tuned and find out. Will, no. Rick, will Ricky be on a podcast on this network? Will less podcast? For Dave, for Ricky, I am Sean Anderson. Thank you for listening to the Fast Break Podcast. We will be back next week. But before you join us next week, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like this video if you're listening to it on YouTube, like it if you're listening on SoundCloud. Ricky's making me pimp all of our social media. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. 
Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.